Welcome to Centennial College Fit and Healthy on-campus podcast, the podcast that gives you tips and resources on how to live a fit and healthy life on campus. I'm your host, Joshua Delgado. Thanks for joining us for episode one's topic, the New Year's resolution myth. I'm joined today by our guest, Jordan Tam. Jordan's a trainer. He was worked with us for two years here in the Athletic Center. Uh, Jordan's actually a Centennial alumni. He studied fitness and health promotion here, then went on to study um, his sports studies undergrad in the University of West England. And uh, he works with individuals as well as groups to help meet their health and fitness goals, mostly here in the Athletic Center. Um, but he does work elsewhere as well. Jordan, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm excited to be here to discuss about the the topic of New Year's resolution. So can't wait to get started. Awesome. So I want to start by defining what this is. So New Year's resolution, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is a promise that you make to yourself to start doing something new or to, to start doing something good or to stop doing something bad on the first day of the year. And the example that they give is... Um, have you made any New Year's resolutions? And the answer being yes, I'm going to start eating more healthily and give up smoking. So uh, my question for you, Jordan, is be honest. Have you had any New Year's resolutions in recent years? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I haven't set any kind of New Year's resolution goal. Um, so me being a full-time athlete in the sport of Olympic weightlifting... I set myself a big goal, which is uh, my goal is to compete in the Commonwealth Games in 2022 in Birmingham. And that's where pretty much where I studied, not in Birmingham, but in the UK. So for me to kind of study in the UK from uh, last year and be able to compete and work up to my goal to compete in the UK, that would mean a lot to me to be able to see my friends and and teachers and professors there. For sure. It means a lot. So for me to kind of, hey, it's like New Year's, I'm kind of, oh, okay, I'll put, I'll set a... I'll set a, a New Year's goal to kind of wait for it to happen. It's not, it doesn't work that way for, right. for, for me, myself. Um, how I see it is that when you're setting a goal, um, you can't wait for it to happen. You have to make it happen. You have to act on it. So f- for people who kind of wait for, for New Year's to happen and kind of set, set myself a goal, like, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds and for New Year's resolution, sure. 99% of the time, it's not going to happen because the time that they're waiting, they could already achieve that or at least take small little steps to work toward that goal. So right. for someone to, to wait on something to happen, 99 is 99% of the time, it's not going to happen. Even though if it's going to happen, you're probably going to relapse back to where you started just because you need to have that mindset of being disciplined and committed to that goal. So for myself, I set a big goal and to for me to, achieve that big goal I set myself small little goals to help help uh, reach the bigger one which is to compete in the UK so it's almost like you're walking you're walking on a 24 20 floor uh, building so the, the steps resemble the small little goals right and the, each floor kind of re- represents something that uh, the small to medium goals and right. then the top floor the 20th floor represents the main goal so right not every not every goal is going to always going to 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 get to to what you want it to be 
but there's small little steps to get sure. there. So it's it's not always kind of inclining up to like a mountain, right? There's right. always the ups and downs. So for me, setting a goal for, for New Year's resolution doesn't kind of, it doesn't sit really well with me. Right. So. Awesome. So you definitely have that competitive athlete mindset when it comes to goal setting. Um, so I'll tell you a story. I had uh, my last New Year's resolution goal in 2018, January 2018. So not this January, but the past one. And what happened was um, I told myself, and I've always been fit and active and, and healthy in that sense, but uh, I wanted to be able to lift a certain amount of poundage, you know, by my birthday. I wanted to, cert- to have a certain level of strength. And so from January to my birthday, which is in June, I had six months to sort of reach my goal. And um, by April that year, four months in, I was nowhere closer to my goal. And, um, you know, I was, I was a bit embarrassed. And so for whatever reason, okay, last year. And um, I remember looking up different articles online and, you know, a lot of them were about how people failed their New Year's resolution goals within the first couple of months. And I was a part of that group and, uh, you know, I didn't feel good about it. So I know I had to do, I had to make a change. I had to do something that I'd never done before. And so what I ended up doing is I ended up hiring a coach. So I'm a coach myself, but I hired a coach to help me reach my goals. I worked with that coach for, for nine months and it was the best decision I could ever make. And uh, I've been working with the coach ever since. It's been about 18 months total now. It's something that uh, I'm not gonna stop doing. It's something that uh, I budget for. It's something that it's a no brainer for me. I learned so much about myself in the process. Uh, it's, you know, so it's, it's stress-free because I don't have to build my own program I don't have to worry about all the logistics. Someone else deals with that. I just have to go and put in the work. So um, for me, that worked. And um, we'll talk a bit more about that, um, that approach in a bit. But I, I want to know, so in the gym, we work in the gym. And, you know, we see it every year. It's like Groundhog Day. We see it coming. The New Year's resolutioners. And, and it's, it's a huge deal for people increasing their physical activity in the gym. So Jordan, why do you feel that physical activity and increasing physical activity is such a big part in in people's resolutions? Um, I think especially during the New Year, it's like a, it symbolizes a fresh start during like the new, quote unquote New Year's resolution. So it symbolizes a fresh start. So it's almost like it's a clean slate. You can kind of have more leeway for starting wherever you want as opposed to kind of continuing what you're doing from last year. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, it's it's something fresh to start over again, right? But but uh, I don't think, um, again, I think that doesn't really exist because if you're kind of waiting for that time to start all over again, you're 99% of the time, like I mentioned before, it's not going to happen. Right. But in terms of someone's uh, health, physical activity, it's, it's, it's life. Like we move, we stand, it's... We're, we're creatures of habits, right? So being physically active is so important for us. And I, and I think that a lot of people don't realize that. Some people will value their health first. Some people will put their health last. Right. And, and for the people who kind of prioritize their health first, um, it's really important for them to, to set goals, to really um, achieve their goals, essentially, to, to be able to, to get to their, you know, to get through their weight if they want to feel better do they want to lose 30 pounds do they want to look better by the time summer comes or just simply they just want to be uh, healthier so a good example of this is uh, i have a client that came to me and she's uh she's obese uh, a little bit overweight but um 
she realized that she was looking at pictures from five years ago and saying that, oh, I was this amount of weight. And, and uh, that kind of clicked with her. Right. Looking back at that picture five years ago, uh, it kind of really kind of triggered uh, a sense in her that, you know what, I need, to take care, I need to take care of my health because I have three kids and I really need to make sure that, you know, I'm there for them when I'm, 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 I'm older. Right. So for that, some people will, will uh, need something to kind of trigger them to really notice that, hey, I'm gonna, I need to put my health first, right? right? And for the opposite spectrum, the people that don't put their health first, it's, it's more or less that they're not managing their time or do they, they just don't prioritize their health because there's, they either have nine to five jobs and by the time they kind of come home, they're kind of too tired or, or something like that. Or just simply they just need to prioritize their family first just right. because they need to put, you know, food on their table, things like that, right? So uh, everyone's different, but then in the day, everyone has time. If You just need to make a time for that right. to happen. So, again, it's just depending on each person if they really want to prioritize their health, whether they want to get to their goals. So I think at the end of the day, it just takes someone to have that moment where they realize they really need to get physically active in order for them to really make it happen so for sure that one defining moment yeah, yeah. because um and i agree 100 percent, and that you know ties into the myth that you know we all know that if we want the results to be permanent there's long-term planning there are long-term goals there's small steps towards bigger lifestyle habits that have to be achieved on a permanent basis for those results to remain permanent we're not going to um, rely on a short-term plan to be successful and that's with every, anything right and so you know we see that a lot in the gym we see a lot of short-term goals people come in and they say you know I want to look good for convocation for award ceremony or for a wedding that's coming up and the trainers of course we do our best to uh, create a plan that helps them become successful but we're always very clear that the results will not be sustainable you know, in the, th the four, six, eight week time period, they're not going to last unless you make these changes. Okay. And that can happen any time of year. Yeah, it doesn't sure. have to be January 1st. Right. And so the, the, you, you mentioned the why, right. And you mentioned, um, that motivation and you mentioned, you know, client goals. And another thing too, that I want to mention is that it's physical activity is important, but why are you doing that in the first place? Uh, what that means is the purpose. So if you're kind of going to the gym and you have a goal of losing 30 pounds or, you know, want to gain 20 pounds of muscle mass, right? Why is that you want to get to that goal? Why, what, what will make you feel better once you get to that goal? So it's not about setting that goal. It's also about why do you want to get to this goal in the first place? So you really have to ask yourself this questions like what, life changes will happen if I get to this goal, right? So it's not about setting that one goal and kind of just working on it, but what will benefit uh, yourself from uh, achieving that goal? So I always ask all my clients uh, when they first come in, why is that you want personal training? Why do you want to reach to that goal? So us trainers, we provide the tools for them, but if they're not capable of using our tools, then the responsibility of themselves, it's, it's on them. It's not us. Right. So I always ask them that question. Why do you want to do this? What will happen if you achieve your goal? 
right? So it all comes down to their why and, and what's the purpose of their life. Of why do they want to achieve this goal? So for sure. And I agree having that and knowing that why is such a huge part of the long-term success and using that why as a motivation. And we, you know, we've all heard that it takes 30, 60 or 90 days to build a habit. But, uh, you know, one thing we've learned is that everyone's different. Everyone's going to do it in a different amount of time and everyone's going to be motivated in a different way. Everyone's why is going to be a little bit different and, um, you know, take money as a motivation. For example, we've seen lots of challenges um, on TV where there's prize money at the end to motivate people to do well in weight loss, for example. And there are similar um, programs we've seen in, in gyms as well as in the workplace um, that use, you know, prize or some sort of money to motivate people to do well. And, you know, it works up to a certain point. And we've seen it from another angle um, as trainers. We've seen, we've seen it uh, because we've offered a lot of free programs here on campus for years. We've offered tons of free programs that are high quality, good stuff. And people, when it's free, when the program is free, they're always more likely to cancel, to show up late, to you know not show the same amount of attention and respect that the program deserves. But as soon as we say the program costs you know a thousand dollars, all of a sudden um, things change for participants because now it's an investment for them. Their hard-earned dollars are at stake, and you know they don't want it to go to waste. And the program quality has not changed it's just we put a price tag on it so money can play a huge uh, motivation yeah. for example and so you know that that brings us back to it's different for everyone right and we really have to find that why and what works for people yeah what you mentioned is is uh, exactly what some of my clients uh, are going through it's like they put thousands of dollars for personal training and and instantly like their mindset changes because they put you know, their hard earned money into training. So right. if they don't show up, you know, they're, they're using up their time and it's their money. It's a waste money. of money. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a good point of using money. Some people, you know, some people would, would invest uh, in their health in terms of putting that money. Some people put as much money as they want because they know they need, they need this. They need to create a lifestyle change in order for them to reach their goals. So, so yeah, it's a good point. But again, everyone's different in terms of their uh, motivation and what external kind of factors affects affects how they uh, achieve their goal and how they feel. Right. And so, you know, honestly speaking, do you feel that there's a certain time of year or date on the calendar where if people start their goals at that point, gym related goals, that they're more successful? Is there a certain time of year where people are more successful? No, uh, no, I don't. I don't believe in time uh, as a as a factor to achieve their goal. I mean, you have some people saying, you know, oh, I want to look a certain time this way during the summer. But uh, at the end of the day, if you're waiting for that goal, like I said, from the very beginning, 99% of the time, you're not going to achieve that goal because you're using that time to wait to just sit there and just sure. wait for that time, right? Time passes. Time is constant. It's always going to go, right? But it's just us. We, we change. So it's whether or not you're, you're willing to change because time doesn't wait for us, right? So um, there is no, uh, I don't believe in there's a time. There's no magic date. Exactly. There's no magic date for you to achieve or that goal. So Yeah, and so we do see a lot of short-term goals and a lot of short-term success too. But we always make it clear to people that it's not sustainable. It's not going to last unless you make these long-term 
lifestyle habit changes that are going to help you keep that success permanent. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So. so yeah, it's something you brought up like lifestyle change, right? Everyone that comes into personal training uh, sessions with us, it's they think that, you know, just because they set their goal, they're probably going to look like that or they want to work to that goal. But it's not just uh, setting a goal. That's like one, one, the first step of, uh, of essentially getting to that first, uh, first place of getting, achieving that goal. So setting a goal is first, but you need to be able to commit to that, which is the second step, right? You need to be able to commit to that goal. That means that you need to show up. You need to do the work just because you're here in the training session doesn't mean you're already getting to that goal. You still have to do all the work. You have to put in the time and the effort, your nutrition. You have to do the homework that you need to do, right? So you have to stay consistency. Sure. And I'm a, I'm a big believer of consistency and discipline and commitment if you're willing to achieve your goals. So if you don't have the consistency, then what's the point of coming here six to eight weeks and then eight weeks later you don't show up or just the time changes, right? So consistency is such a huge factor for, for, for all of us, whether not just for fitness goals, but in, just in life in general. So right. I think having that consistency, discipline, and commitment to be able to get to that is uh, such a huge uh, underrated kind of uh, aspect that, you know, when clients come in, they don't really understand as much as we give them the tools, right? So I agree 100%. And consistency, speaking of consistency, I've asked the gym staff, the, the athletic center, uh, team leader for some stats on um, gym participation, uh, the amount of people who visit the athletic center uh, and how often. And from December to January, the stats show that um, access more than doubles from December to January. And this is an annual trend. Uh, it's clear it more than doubles. And then over the months, it tapers off again. And then it ramps back up again and then goes back down and so it's 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 a clear trend and i think you can already expect that but we can see it in numbers as well and so you know you're talking about consistency people should know um eventually you know they'll get it at some point everyone will that if you're adding physical activity to a part of building up your goals uh the consistency so being part of the group that stays in the gym long term is going to help you get those results and otherwise you're going to be part of that group that loses participation and then by december they're thinking oh january's around the corner it's time to build my goals again you know imagine you were in a place where you're like you know what i'm i've reached my goals i'm maintaining my goals and you know it's not about falling off or building new goals it's i've been consistent and here i am now so you're in a different place okay and which is ultimately the goal that that we want to see for everyone, including our clients and all of you Centennial Podcast listeners. Yeah, for sure. So Centennial Podcast listeners, if you have a goal that you want to achieve and you need help with, because we all know it's not easy, it's not always easy, you have all the capacity to reach this goal any time of year. And in case you need a bit of help, um, I'm going to name some resources available to you on campus along the way. Uh, and per perhaps this list can be uh, shared in other places um, so you can find the links more easily um, but progress morningside ashtonby and the sac campus all have fitness centers with free access to all staff and students part-time students pay their membership separately at the awc all campus fitness centers offer group fitness classes uh, the athletic and wellness center at progress also offers free fitness consultations with a personal trainer that includes healthy lifestyle guidelines and a body composition assessment. They also offer personal training, 
And they also have a Apple Tree telemedicine clinic, which is a walk-in clinic with access to telemedicine. And there's now a physician on site, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Monday to Friday. Centennial employees also have access to resources through their health and wellness department, which includes um, a gym membership, fitness subsidy, campus walking routes, nutrition guidance, sleep pods, a wellness newsletter, as well as courses and health and well- on health and wellness topics. Thank you for joining us for Episode 1, The New Year's Resolution Myth. Make sure to join us for next week's episode on the topic, Defeating the Winter Blues, where we will be joined by special guests, Adam Ballin, Corby Anderson, and Julie Halashev.